Welcome you to the wedding worship service for Sarah Mickler and Paul Meyer. We are gathered here today in the presence of God and his friends and family to celebrate the marriage of Sarah and Paul and to ask God to bless them. It is written that unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. It's also written, in all your ways acknowledge God and he'll make straight your paths. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, in whom we live and move and have our being, grant unto us purity of heart and strength of purpose so that no selfish passion may hinder us from knowing your will, no weakness from doing it, that in your light we may see light, and in your service find perfect freedom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Be present at this hour and grant that what is said and done in this place may be blessed both now and forevermore. Amen. Congregation may be seated.
You're welcome to take a hold of him. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm going to skip the first couple of Bible passages because I want to read something. And uh, you already kind of know what this is, but I'm always delighted whenever I get a chance to do the wedding of a couple, and I always say, what scripture lessons do you want? Sometimes they look at me like, scripture? (laughs) And I say, well, the choice is, I guess, you guys can pick something out, if you found something you like, or I'll pick it out, and far too often they just go, well, you take care of it. But you guys sent them, and I really like them. But what I most appreciated was something I think Sarah sent me. (laughs) <laughs> hey, I'm going to read this to you because I think this, this says something about this couple. She said, we want the ceremony to be more about us being joined together for the ultimate purpose of encouraging each other for a lifetime to complete God's calling for us as Christians. We want to focus less on our marriage and more on the purpose of our marriage. So here are some scriptures. Uh, Maybe you could include something about that in your message. Well, I will. (laughs) Thanks for suggesting that I would actually be scriptural in a wedding. (laughs) But saying how God designed marriage to show a picture of his relationship with the church and that our joining together in marriage has an eternal purpose. Just as Jesus sent out disciples to preach the gospel in twos, we are two, and we have a purpose designed by God to reach the lost. Well, those are some great words. That's a great message already. I could just say amen and move on. But I came too far. So let's say something. The first scripture reading comes from Hebrews 12, verse 1. It says, Therefore we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. In a manner of speaking, the hard part is just about ready to begin. And that's the day that you become truly man and wife. This is where the race begins. In 2 Peter, for this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, and virtue with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with steadfastness, and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, For whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. And then Philippians 1, 27. Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or in absent, I may hear of you, that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. When I read that one, you know what I thought? That's true. If you guys don't make good on this, I'm going to come and hunt you down. (laughs) Isn't that what it says? If you don't do this, and I hear that you're not doing this, I'll check up on you guys. But lastly, one of my favorite scriptures, Colossians 3. And I'm going to preface this by saying that weddings are the day that everybody dresses up, whether they like to or not. (laughs) I mean, I even got a plot... I even have a flower on today, for heaven's sakes, and I rarely do that. Uh, But these things talk about things that are far more important of how you dress today. It says, put on then as God's chosen ones, and that's the two of you, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And then it says, and if one has a complaint against the other, forgiving each other. 
It's going to be a lot of forgiveness from today on. Believe me, I know from experience. And it says, as, and you do this as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must forgive. If you two are going to be joined together to be disciples who are going to share the good news of Jesus Christ with other people and disciple them, you're going to need these things. But above all, put on love. And every time I ever hear this, it's like, what's so great about love? You know, we hear these things remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. What's so great about it? Well, very simply, if you jump into 1 John, it says, God is love. I mean, that's what's so great about it. Now, take a look at each other real quick. Do you realize that before you were ever born, Paul Thomas, God had this woman in mind for you? And Sarah, before you were ever born, God had Paul in mind for you. And this is the day when he's chosen to bring you together. And it says that let peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And I got to thinking, there's probably a little bluegrass music meant in that particular <laughs> scripture as well. Oh. And maybe as Paul is playing a guitar and Sarah is singing or whatever you're doing, you're going to make music together. With thankfulness in your hearts to God, but the last part, in whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So God bless the two of you, and may you indeed be people who seek Christ, and in turn, seek other people for the same reason. Let's pray. Almighty God, we ask your blessing to be with Paul and Sarah as they now make their wedding vows. Draw them closer to you. And help them grow together in love and commitment to each other from this time forth and even forevermore. Amen. So, Paul, I ask you, first of all, do you take Sarah to be your wedded wife? To live together in the holy state of matrimony? Will you love her, comfort her, honor her, and keep her in sickness and health? And forsaking all others, be remain loyal to her as long as you both shall live? If so, then say, I will. I will. And Sarah, will you take Paul to be your wedded husband, to live together in the holy state of matrimony? Will you love him, comfort him, honor him, and keep him in sickness and in health, and forsaking all others, remain loyal to him as long as you both shall live? If so, then say, I will. I will. At this time, I would like to ask the families, those of you that are related to either Paul or Sarah, to please stand, <laughs> if you are related. Now take a look at that. A lot of friends and family here today. Well, as Paul and Sarah join their lives in marriage, they're also bringing you together in a new relationship, creating new bonds of trust and ties of affection. And so I'm asking you also, in the presence of God and many witnesses, will you give them your love, your blessing, and your support? If so, will you show them that support by saying, we will? We will. You may be seated. Now, the rest of you, please stand. You are the friends of this couple. You are here today because... Uh, they invited you because you were very important people in their lives. Uh, your love and your support will be important always. So I ask you, will all of you, by God's grace, do everything in your power to preserve this marriage? Will you give them your love, your blessing, and your support? If so, please show that support by saying, we will. Thank you. Please be seated. And now, in the present, I'm going to ask you to repeat these vows. I'm going to start with you, Paul. Repeat after me, in the presence of God and before these witnesses. In the presence of God and before these witnesses. I, Paul, take you, Sarah, to be my wife. I, Paul, take you, Sarah, to be my wife. To have and to hold from this day forward. To have and to hold from this day forward. For better, for worse. 
for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, in sickness and in health, in joy and in sorrow, in joy and in sorrow, to love and to cherish, to love and to cherish, to be faithful to you alone, to be faithful to you alone, as long as we both shall live, as long as we both shall live. And say after you repeat after me, in the presence of God and before these witnesses, in the presence of God and before these witnesses, I, Sarah, take you, Paul, to be my husband. I, Sarah, take you, Paul, to be my husband. To have and to hold from this day forward. To have and to hold from this day forward. For better or for worse. For better or for worse. For richer or for poorer. For rich or for poor. In sickness and in health. In sickness and in health. In joy and in sorrow. In joy and in sorrow. To love and to cherish. To love and to cherish. And to be faithful to you alone. And to be faithful to you alone. As long as we both shall live. As long as we both sell it. And if I could have the rings, please. <laughs> now, the perfect circle of a ring symbolizes eternity. Well, the purity of the silver is a symbol of all that's pure and holy. And as you give these rings to each other, our prayer is that your love will be the same, pure and eternal. And so may God bless these rings, symbols of your marriage. Now, Paul, as you place this ring on Sarah's finger, know that you do so in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And Sarah, now as you place <laughs> this ring on Paul's finger, know also that you do so in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, Paul and Sarah, in God's presence and before this company, you have made your promises to each other to be helpful and faithful in your life together. And inasmuch as you have pledged your love to one another in this fashion, it is my privilege to announce to, you, to all that you are husband and wife in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's pray. O God of love, you established marriage for the welfare and happiness of all. Yours was the plan, and only with you can we work it out with joy. You have said, it is not good for man to be alone, and will make a helpmate for him. And so now our joys are doubled, since the happiness of one is the happiness of the other. Our burdens are now cut in half, since when we share, we divide the load. I pray, Lord, that you would bless Paul. May his strength be Sarah's protection, his character be her boast and her pride, and may he so love her that she will find in him the haven for which the heart of a woman truly longs. And bless Sarah as well. Give her a tenderness that will make her, a, make her great, a deep sense of understanding and great faith in you. Give her that inner beauty of soul that never fades, that eternal youth that is found in holding fast the things that never age. And we pray that you would teach them both that marriage is not merely living for each other. It is two people uniting and joining hands to serve you. Give them a great spiritual purpose in life. And may they seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and the other things shall be added to them. And may they not expect that perfection of each other that belongs alone to you. May they minimize each other's weaknesses, be swift to praise and to magnify each other's points of comeliness and strength and see each other through a lover's kind and patient eyes. We also want to pray that you would give them just enough tears to keep them tender, and just enough hurts to keep them humane, 
and enough of failure to keep their hands clenched tightly in yours and enough success to make, that make sure they walk with you. And may they never take each other's love for granted, but always experience that breathless wonder that exclaims, out of this entire world you have chosen me. And when life is done and the sun is setting, may they be found then as now hand in hand still thanking God for each other. May they serve you happily, faithfully together, until at last they gather in the arms of God. This we ask through Jesus Christ, the great lover of our souls. Amen. And now to you, Paul and Sarah, and to all of you who are present, may this blessing come upon you, that you be in love, that you grow in love, that you stand in love and act in love through the God of love, both now and forevermore. Amen. And Paul, the part you've been waiting for, you may kiss the bride. And may I introduce our new couple, Mr. and Mrs. Paul Thomas Meyer. (laughs) 